Hello, welcome to episode number 341 of the Apologue Podcast. I am your host, Simon Head. Today's podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. Get convenient, safe, and secure online counseling today. Connect with a therapist of your choosing in minutes by taking the online survey. Use the code word APOLOG to get seven days for free when you go to betterhelp.com slash APOLOG. Also, if you want to support my work on a monthly basis, you can go to patreon.com slash APOLOG. You can pledge as much or as little as you want on a monthly basis to help with hosting and gas fees, and you can cancel at any time. Go buy a t-shirt. Go to apolog.ca slash shop. If you want a t-shirt and you want to prove how awesome you are and how rogue you are, rogue, go buy a t-shirt. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Don't forget that. Give it five stars, please. Like and share on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash Pod. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at SimonHead666. Now, I thought I lost my Twitter handle. I thought it wasn't, wouldn't let me log in. And I was like, what is going on? I thought 120 of my followers are going to wonder where the hell I am. And it uh, turns out it was just a problem with me. <laughs> and also, don't forget Spotify. If you want to wa- listen to the show on Spotify, you can do that now. Just search Apple and Spotify. Okay, so that's it for all the things. Today on the show, I have Lana and Carmen from the band The Getarounds. The, the Getarounds is a relatively new band coming out of the uh, the big P word, the pandemic, uh, uh, which turned into like a hobby band, which then turned into a real band, which turned into a release, which is now turning into radio play all over the world and in internet radio as well. Lana and I kind of go back because I used to work for bands that her band 10 Days Late would open for. So... It was good to get a nice little catch-up. Nice to meet Carmen, too. Thank you so much for listening to the show on a weekly basis, even though it's not weekly anymore. It's like one and then two weeks off and then three more. But anyways, I digress. Ladies and gentlemen, Lana and Carmen from the Get Arounds on the Apple Podcast. You're in Toronto. Yeah. Well, just outside, about an hour outside of Toronto. Oh, yeah. Whereabouts? A town called Uxbridge, which is, if you've ever been to, uh, when you're driving from Quebec into Toronto, there's a town called Pickering or a city now. I'm about, right, yeah. I'm about um, in another town called Ajax, home of Sum 41, where uh, I'm about 35 minutes north of that, where Sum 41 is from. Okay. That's how we gauge everything in the suburbs is where some 41 lived. Yeah, right. Do they have plaques at the library or anything? Well, we're not too far from Nickelback where Nickelback lives. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. Okay. Where all the the trucks drive drive by playing Nickelback. Nice. Because we're kind of just outside of Vancouver. Amazing. Nickelback's playing a country festival here uh, in August called Boots and Hearts. Makes sense. Yeah, I guess it's weird. It's like tapping into that hot country market, I guess. They're kind of all the same now, though. It's kind of all become like yeah. new country and new rock and rap rock. And it's kind of like when Garth Brooks <laughs> tried to be like pop, but he had, at least he changed his name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's uh, put on a wig. What's that? And threw on a wig, yes. And actually yeah. hosted Saturday Night Live and then was the musical guest as well. <laughs> Good times. Um, uh, Carmen, I don't think we've ever met, but Lana, we go way back, way back into the S in a few days. we go way back. Yeah, to the big house, Fraser and 13th. I stayed at your house when I came back from Australia with S in a few, and I had the flu. So, no, no, that was another time. I came back from a tour where we came back from, like, somewhere in the States, and I was so sick, I just just went to the hospital and then got dropped off at your place and stayed... (laughs) It was like to the mental house. <laughs> yeah, to the crazy place, and then the party house. Yeah, that was where was that again? Where was that in that neighborhood? Uh, Fraser and Thirteenth, so East Van. Yeah, yeah. We it was a four story house, and eight of us lived there, 
And 10 days late, all jammed in the basement. And we had parties all the time. It was fun. Yeah, it was a good, awesome place. I bet it was like $0 to rent too, huh? Well, with that many people, and then we were always touring. So the rent was, I think, 300 bucks each. And we had a rehearsal space and everything. So we had it dialed. That's amazing. That's amazing. Carmen, yeah. you've, uh, have you lived, are you guys both from, like, you're not native Vancouverites, are you? No, I moved to Vancouver about 25 years ago, though. Um, so I'm kind of like from here now, I guess. Yeah. But I was like traveling around and living in like, I lived in Edmonton for a while in Penticton. And I grew up up north in Fort St. John. Okay. Spent some time in Ontario when I was a kid, too. Mm -hmm. I'm originally from Edmonton. So. Yeah. Yeah, and so was 10 Days Late, did they all move, did you all move out as a band or did you sort of come out here and then form the band? Yeah, we were in Edmonton and we were uh, a band called Playhouse and then three of us moved out to Vancouver and met Kara and Kim and then we needed a tougher name. So we were like, Playhouse, what the hell? <laughs> it went from Pretty Playhouse to Playhouse and then it became 10 Days Late and we were like, that's the best anxiety reference, five girls. So um, it became 10 days late and we never argued about that name. There was no discussion. It just was like, that's the name. It's, it's so, tough yeah. picking a band name. It really is. It, is. it really yeah. is, especially when you have to live with it. And then people, it, yeah, I mean, that name is synonymous with Vancouver, as far as I'm concerned. Like you guys played all the time, toured. It was kind of, I, mean, I think you toured. Did you ever make it out to Ontario? As 10 I think you did. Oh, right? yeah, oh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you did, right? Because um, Paget put your record out. We toured with uh, SNFU probably three times across Canada and did all those snow jam tours with Padge. And uh, yeah, lots of lots of fun. Yeah, Padge, I haven't talked to him in a very, very long time, but he's still out in Montreal doing stuff, I think. Yeah, I was actually going to get a hold of him about the get around stuff and see what he's got going on and stuff like that. I'd love to come out that way. Right. So, so the get arounds is a is this a post or mid pandemic uh, supergroup? This... She started singing during the pandemic. Yeah, I was at home. I own a music venue, so I I I still drum. So I play in a band called The Furniture. But then when the pandemic happened, shows were stopped, and we were all at home, and the venue was shut down. And then Carmen writes like a song a song a day, well maybe like two songs a week. And he wanted some female backups. And I was like, I don't know about this. Whatever. <laughs> I, I mean, as a drummer, I'd never really. It was more punk yelling, kind of mm -hmm. like gang vocal stuff. But there's no real ear matching required. <laughs> so um, I just started singing it. And then he started saying, well, you're not hitting the notes. And then I started hearing the notes. And then I just started singing and singing and singing. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. amazing that, you know, I mean, I love that because learning new things, even if you're learning to paint or learning something, it's like it, it yeah. turns a negative thing into a positive thing. That's for sure. Yeah, I love it. I yeah. love it. And it's really exciting, too. It's really exciting to see her, like, get better yeah. so fast while we're just kind of recording and being at home, you yeah. know? Yeah. Doing it often. Yeah. Sorry, what was that? Oh, because she was doing it so often. It's yeah. just like every day we're just at home. Yeah. 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 I try to make this thing sort of post, like, try to not mention the pandemic much, but I mean, honestly, we're through it now. Everything is, everything's okay, right? Nobody's, wow. Somebody <laughs> in my work group got COVID. I'm like, that's so 2021, man. Come no, on. <laughs> Get with it. It's still somewhere out there. It is. I mean, Lurking. I hear about that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then they keep saying, oh, there's this one, there's that one, and there's, oh, we got to be careful about this new one that might be coming. I'm like, no! It's They just, it keeps morphing, but every time it morphs and comes back, it's either more catchier or, and less deadlier, it feels like, yeah. like that, but it, then it, then it, you know, who knows, who knows what's going to happen. I think we're like, um, if we keep Purelling up, it's probably not going to do us any good. I think you got to kind of, it feels like when I caught it, I was like, ah, oh, okay, good. It's like almost like a relief of being scared yeah. of catching yeah. COVID. When I, caught it, I, when I caught it, I just was like the whole time, okay, when when will I not be able to breathe? And you know what? I, it was so mild for me, but I was so had so much anxiety because of everything I had 
she always read all the news is like yeah. the worst case scenario, right? Yeah. So the cold I had before that, I thought I was going to die, but it wasn't COVID. So I kind of, yeah. you know, it was easier on me, I guess. So. Yeah. The vaccination I shot was, was almost killing me. <laughs> Wait, really? Did you almost die? No, I, I don't think so. But she made me go to the hospital. Oh, yeah. He didn't even talk. He was like, uh, anyway, I was like, get your oxygen levels checked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The vaccination actually hurt more than like I felt worse from the vaccination. Yeah. The first one, second, third and fourth was meh. It was like, it was fine. I was riding my bike. Yeah. It was hanging out. It was no problem at all. Um, yeah. But that's enough pandemic talk. Let's get through the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> how's Vancouver these days? Is How's the music scene? It's pretty good, I think. Like, I feel pretty good about it, but I mean, yeah. There's a few venues that have shut down. Like the railway that's kind of an iconic venue has shut down, and then it's open and then shut down, and now it's shut down again. Yeah. Um, and then I have a I have a venue, Lana Luz, that I've had for 13 years now. Well, 11 minus COVID. But uh, I, I'm pretty full booked and shows whether it's like on some of the off nights i'll have like burlesque and comedy to fill up dates but for the most part it's all original music three bands each night five nights a week and the kids are still rocking there's lots of young bands still and that's mm -hmm. really great to see yeah kids are playing guitars for a while there it didn't seem like they were really doing it it seemed more like they were kind of into computer stuff maybe keyboardy yeah like guitars are back i love it yeah. It's funny yeah. you say that. My daughter's upstairs. She's 16. She's learning Beatles songs on an acoustic guitar. Exactly. Awesome. It brings a tear to my eye. It's like, yeah. wow. It's not, I also hear a lot of the young kids sounding a bit like Nirvana, which is really yeah. kind of neat because that's like a huge influence when they were young. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree too, right? So, you know, as parents, yeah. you guys, or as, as a family, you probably, you know, put put music in their brain whether through um nature or nurture it just happens yeah i want my kids yeah. to be doctors and lawyers but they're not they not gonna happen they might rebel though and, and become doctors and lawyers <laughs> that's true and i'm wishing i'm trying to i'm trying the negative like the res, reverse psychology like hey man you should go in a get in a van and drive all over canada for no money and starve and catch <laughs> drop flu. out of school sleep on some floors it's awesome so cool yeah. it's what's hip man yeah. my last walk with levon i said to him i put my arm around him, i said you know levon if you never want to play in a band you don't have to don't feel like you ever have to play in a band he was like okay <laughs> yeah what are you talking about you know, yeah he's like into coding and video games he loves video game music daft punk and stuff like that so um yeah who knows yeah, kids always want to rebel against their parents. Like my son, he's 20 now, but when he was 10, was really into Green Day, like really into it. And then once 12, 13 hit and he started like, I wasn't the cool guy anymore. He started getting hip hop and like the mumble hip hop stuff. And you're like, oh. and I'm like, I feel like my dad, when I'm playing my music, I'm like, what the fuck is this? What are you doing to me? <laughs> I thought you liked Green Day. You were cool back then, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't, like, well, especially like the mumble rap thing. I don't really get it. Like, if it's like '90s rap or whatever, I, I'm totally into it. You know, '80s, '90s rap. But like, yeah, the modern stuff doesn't really, it doesn't do it for me anymore. Yeah, I wonder if that's going to come full circle. Like again, like, well, I would. It's got to, it, right? It's like once like the technology starts becoming too good, people start regressing back. Like, I think that happens with music all the time. It starts regressing back into um, what's not safe, but what sort of what works. Right. What's familiar? Yeah. Like almost familiar. Yeah. Like, same like fashion. It's fashion for the ears, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> same idea. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So um this new record, um, is is it it can is it out? Pardon my ignorance if it isn't oh, already out. We uh we kind of put it out ourselves. Um we didn't really have a plan. We just sort of oh, let's make a record and play a show and all of a sudden we're a band and then uh so we just we it's out i guess it's out but it's not really no one we haven't tried to get a record deal or anything with it and so you know maybe that's something we should look at or maybe get a label that somebody that knows a little bit more what to do with a record these days it's a tough it's, one it's it's tough it's different now. 
way you kind of make it and throw it into the void and of the internet and hope somebody hears it as it's falling to <laughs> nowhere you know what i mean yeah well we got chad from no rules pr to to uh get it out into the world and it's been picked up by lots of radio lots of radio everywhere it's it's kind of crazy and so now i think the next thing we want to do is you know, not just stay in one spot, but travel and... The new cop I mean, salad at Wendy's turns crunch time right? into crunch time. I think it would be great to go play Germany and Spain and all those places that are supporting. And because there's lots of radio play all over. I'd love to just go there and then meet all those those people that are playing the tunes. Yeah, that's the... Um, I mean, touring I mean, touring is a whole other beast, too, because I, I work with some groups that still kind of tour and I don't really tour anymore. I just, mm-hmm. um, I'm just closing something down. Cause if an ad just threw itself right into a, uh, from Facebook, <laughs> uh, just kind of cranked itself right into our lives, which I didn't want to happen. Um, um, yeah, I mean, touring is sort of like, it's a tough thing to navigate because, um, just the, sh- I mean, it's so good to like, you can promote yourself and you can, you can have people know and you can make events and this and that. But the problem is, is that there's so many of them. It's tough to really try to figure out where you fit into it all. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I'm speaking yeah. for myself where, where I fit into this type of this world. And I still think there's an element of luck. I really still feel there's an element of Absolutely. like, you know, that, that gets, that makes it, um, that makes it happen. And and it's tough. It's a tough thing, man, because you just do it and you want to love it. But you also like you kind of want to, you know, after all the years, you kind of want to have a little bit of some sort of like something come back. Not money, but yeah. just some love. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I love money, too. But I mean, like, uh, you know, just like having people like want to play your stuff for somebody else is really awesome. And like, I, I really love that. And having people be interested and even want to talk about it. That's, mm-hmm. that's great too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know what you mean. Um, it's like, where do you fit in and, and do you try to fit in or do you just try to do what you do and hope you fit in? You know, I think luck, luck is a big, uh, luck is a big, uh, I don't know how you'd say it, but yeah, very necessary. I don't know if luck can be a skill though. You know, it's like, you just do it and hope everyone likes it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you I, just and, yeah, you just go and try a bunch of things and, you know, contact a bunch of different things and maybe there's a luck drawn out of all that, but you get, you got to go and try it all. Right. Yeah, exactly. You have to, if you don't try, then you don't, it's risk and reward. Yeah. If you, yeah. if you know, you put, you put your, your blood, sweat and tears into it and it, and it hits, then that's the bonus part of it. The other part of it yeah. is that you just have something in your catalog, and I think Steve Albini, um, he said it like beautifully, that like, it's something you put under your pillow, under uh, yeah. you know, and it's something you listen to because uh, it's yours and you made it. And there's always something awesome about making something out of nothing, especially with art. Absolutely, absolutely. Something you're proud of, like making a CD that you're proud of. Uh, that's that's some, mm-hmm. you know, it's a really great feeling. It's a it's an amazing feeling. Yeah, I I think also like not having to be like so successful anymore like there's no dreams of being a rock star or anything anymore for me so it's like kind of just like you kind of whatever you define as success is success you know it's like i'm already happy my life is great here doing what i'm doing and everything else is just a bonus now yeah that's 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 a good way to look at it i have the record here um I really, I really dug back to the start, so maybe we can, we'll play that if you. Oh wow! You know what? Someone's playing that in uh, Germany today, and they're the first person to play that. Oh really? Because yeah, because yeah. Um, it's really great when you put out. You know, there's a lot of bands that just do one single, and then they push the one single, and then all these radio stations, they only have the one choice. They only have the one song. So when you when you give them 14 songs, it's really kind of cool to see that there's about seven that are getting played. There's three that are getting played a lot mm-hmm. or three or four, but then back to the start was the first one today. Rock and roll in Germany is, is playing that one. And you just mentioned it. So 
that one's been getting no love, but I, I love that it's getting love. All right. <laughs> it's like great. Yeah. Well, let's let's hear it. Let's go back. Let's go back to the start. Let's go back. Let's go back to the start. Before you broke my just talking about the recording while, while it was happening songs just finishing um but there was always like this agenda on producers to sort of push their sound onto you or push their ideas and you reason you'd hire a producer is because they would do that it seems like it, 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 here's like a real legitimate question um working with an with a producer these days is it the collaboration is a uh, is a very important what what were the collaboration points when you're dealing with a record like this Wow. Okay. Uh, I guess the collaboration points is like all the writing, well, all the writing and, and, uh, the vocals and guitars we mostly did here. Actually, we did some guitars at Jay's too. Um, but, um, I think Jay saw him. We worked with him a lot. Uh, he did all the drums at his house and we did some guitars there as well. Um, he's just, he's really great. He, he's made a lot of great records over the years and, uh, he's a really talented drummer too. Yeah, Jay Jay plays drums on a few of those tracks. Actually, I think he's playing drums on that song, Back yes, to the Start. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. That was Eric. Back to the start. Oh, Eric Eric Lowe. Eric Lowe's playing on that one. Uh it's on the CD, but um mm -hmm. so Eric plays on about three three songs. I play on four of them. Jay plays on about the rest of them, I think. Because we were still forming the band. So we were, you know, like, hey Jay, just put some some stuff down and and yeah he was at home stuck at home too during the pandemic so it was yeah. kind of like here like uh, you're not doing anything we're not doing anything let's do something yeah but not in the same room half the time 
So we can just send him some tracks and he can do it at his house. And it's, but I mean, he just still lives like 15 minutes away. So it's like, we actually hung out together a little <laughs> yeah. bit, but, you know. Well, and yeah. uh, we, were talk- we were talking to Jay one day and he said he was really sick. You know, all we were talking about is like COVID and oh my God, is this, what, what do I have? I can't breathe. And so he was, he was saying that he, feels really sick and he's got a pain in his lung and his pain, oh, in, yeah. his pain in his heart and uh, he doesn't want to die and he wants to live. So our song, I want to live is all about pretty much that conversation with Jay about, I want to live. <laughs> I don't want to die. <laughs> it's like, yeah. On point yeah, for what just, was happening with everybody thinking yeah, that same thing. Yeah, right. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's kind of cool how you know you just have a phone call with someone and then all of a sudden this song has all these lyrics about that conversation you know yeah so. yeah well the fact that you, there, there's three different drummers on i preview the album and to me it's it's very fluid i mean that's that's a testament mm-hmm. to recording and playing obviously mm-hmm. but the the fact that the tones and the sounds are just sort of i hear some are a little bit more roomier but i mean that's what i that's what i hear but i like mm-hmm. that stuff i love yeah. big yeah roomy boomy drums that's just been the thing yeah. i've done my whole life as a recording guy love it well i think the one good thing is like you know um having a bunch of friends that are willing to help you out too that are really good at what they do that's like we're pretty lucky that way yeah yeah and that keys into the so collaboration part of it luck, going back to luck there's our first bit of luck right there yeah mm-hmm. yeah for sure i mean there's good karma too in in music too right so if you 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 guys have put music into the world for a long time. It's good that it comes back and it's a testament to who you are as people, because if people want to help, then that means you've done something correct in the world and you know, you've, you've put enough in and it's coming back that I truly believe in that stuff. It's how well, I, yeah, that's, that's nice that you say that. Thank you. I, yeah. I feel you're right about that though. Yeah, absolutely. It's how, it's how people still stick with it and still do it and, and still want to do it. And that's, you know, you just, it's a small country, relatively speaking, in that world, right? It is. It is very small, yeah. Yeah. Well, especially, uh, well, you know, I think like the whole, like sticking with it thing is, um, well, I've tried to quit a few times actually, but <laughs> I always, I always wind up like, uh, back at it, you know, back yeah. at it again, writing another song. There's a song and, uh, okay, I guess I'm making another band and here we are. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I just uh, kind of gave into it and I just keep doing it now. I just don't stop anymore. <laughs> it's just a lifer. <laughs> I'm a lifer, whatever. It's, At least I know what to do with my life. Well, a lot of people are trying yeah. to figure it out. Uh, yeah. Being happy and being being content is always makes good content and art and things like that. You know, mm. being angry all the time. I mean, that's when you're 20. Doesn't It, it seems so fake now. Like, you're like, I'm so mad. It was like, <laughs> Dude, you have no idea what stress is. If I spoke to myself you at twenty, know what you're mad about yet? Yeah, yeah. You don't, don't even, even know. Don't even have to be mad about yet. Wait till you're thirty or forty. Oh, yeah. Now, now you can be mad. <laughs> you're too tired to be mad. Yeah. Man, it's awesome. Um, any any thoughts of coming out this way? Um, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I want to tour everywhere. So, um. We should probably play Canada first. <laughs> We're kind of like, let's just go to Europe. That's probably you know? a good idea. I think that would yeah. be a smart, a smart decision. Yeah. Well, I think like for sure, like um, I mean, obviously, like Toronto, Montreal, um, you know, would be nice in that area. But uh, Europe just easy, seems easier to go to than the states these days. Like uh, my old band, we spent a lot of time in the states. Um, it just seems harder to do it now. Like to get the visas and stuff like that it's with the internet and facebook and stuff and the borders are you know a bit challenging so visas we'll are going up that. too visas are going up in price apparently. Yeah, apparently it's really easy to come to canada but it's hard to go to the it's a little harder <laughs> i love how visas States. are going up and gigs are paying less <laughs> yeah totally absolutely yeah i always i always liked it going to like because i had a we had some i had a band we toured a lot in the early 2000s of europe and you'd show up to germany with a guitar and they go, what are you doing? We're playing music. Okay, gung, gung, have a, have a good, they'd stamp your passport, yeah. off you right. go. It's not like you're out yeah. to steal their culture and their women. It's like, no, no, yeah, no. Why? Yeah, come in. Come in. Because they know, they know you're not making any money. And they actually have yeah. a pretty good support system 
for independent music. I mean, it's truly amazing how they can take some weird, decrepit building and put a foosball table and internet and all of a sudden, and a half pipe, and then it's like a place to play. Like, it's a venue. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think like see, things just seem like a little more um, open, maybe a little bit more open to uh, open-minded to music and stuff like that there too. Culture, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah, I don't think they care about image or stuff like that too. Like it's like music, music, music. And Germans, I mean, I've said this a thousand times. They're great because they go like, "I that first song you played was a great song. The second song was shit." And you're like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you, thanks for your honesty." <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, you know, I I think um, it's a great record, and I'm I'm surprised. You know, is it on? It's on Bandcamp though, right? You it do. is on Bandcamp, yeah, and we uh, put it on Spotify too. It's up on Spotify. It's kind of like everywhere right now. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's on Bandcamp, and we actually we, like we only pressed like three hundred CDs or something because we were just going to mail them all out, and then we found out nobody actually wants CDs. They don't want <laughs> even. They're like, don't send the CDs. Like, yeah, okay. I think I think I've made I've mailed three out. Yeah, to different like to Germany for a magazine. And uh, somewhere in Waterloo and somewhere in Minnesota. So they requested hard copy only. Yeah, everybody <laughs> listens to music on their phone now. Yeah. So it's, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah I'm that's doing, the way it is. There. I'm working on a documentary right now on a band, and I'm I'm not putting a Blu-ray or DVD out. I'm, I'm making a, a transcribing the, it into a book, and that'll be like the physical copy that you can go home with. That's yeah. a great idea, actually. That's and a great idea. Then you're not worried about it, just because when you make, when you make vinyl, you still got a download code, right? Like, so people will buy the vinyl, the record, and then they won't play it because they don't want to wreck it, and then they'll just download it and play the download. Yeah. It's play it on their phone. Play it on their phone. Well, I know a lot of a lot of bands that play Atlanta Luz, They'll they'll make hot sauce or something that's kind of neat, and then they'll just stick a download card to it and sell it to you for ten bucks. That's an amazing idea. You know That's what I a mean? great idea. That's so a, it's like all these cool hot sauce labels, and it's great. You know, that's such a great idea because you're getting something. Yeah. You know, I think that's the book idea too, because you don't want you don't want to just get lost in the ether. Just go. You want something that is still like you can put on your shelf, and it's a similar idea. Like I think that's that's some, and I think CDs and vinyl and cassettes now like are the thing where it's like okay, well, I have it. It's mine now. And that's the only thing you have when all the lights get turned off. That This is, I, I have something that can represent this mm -hmm. purchase I made. Yeah. 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 yeah it's all, it's almost like a, uh, like a token of anything. Like it could be anything. Yeah. It could be anything. You could sell a guitar pick for 10 bucks well, someone, with a download code. Someone was selling guitar pick earrings. With, there you go. So, and I was like, that's really cool. With their little logo on the pit. That's a really yeah. good idea. That's, I mean, yeah. That's, I guess, that's the modern day now where people figure out new ways. I mean, it's sort of like the, like the chaos theory where it finds a way. Like, art figures it out. And, right. And, you know. And and sometimes it'll go backwards and, and to back to where, like, I'm, I'm amazed cassettes came back. I don't know why they came back, but that's a cool thing. <laughs> I don't have yes, a cassette player. I, I have I a cassette player, but it doesn't even work. I've been using it as a prop. I have a cassette, but I, uh, but I don't have a player. So I have a player. Oh, you have a player? Yeah, I have a player. Oh. Wicked. Yeah. I've seen Someone gave me a cassette of my old band from the 90s, and then uh, I've, I haven't heard it since we made it, basically. <laughs> so I want to hear it, but yeah, okay. I'll have to hook it up. I've been looking on Facebook Marketplace for like a reasonably good cassette player because I also have a live-to-cassette record we made when I was in this band called Red oh. Fisher, and we 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 basically, oh I saw Red Fisher in uh, the at the Bronx in Edmonton. I think. Yeah, we played there no, with. Um, no, no, from Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah, I lived in Winnipeg for a little while. Played bass in in Red I Fisher. Think, oh, I think, yeah. I think Ten Days Late played with you. Probably, Probably. May, yeah, yeah, it could have happened. Like I was there, ninety and ninety one, maybe ninety two, and then I yeah. moved back home. I I skulked back home from the cold winter gray of winnipeg how did you wind up in winnipeg well i used to play in a band called trigger happy before that and that was um we were called kingpin before that but then we realized there was a ska band called kingpin and our first right. tour we played as kingpin we were opened up for down by law in vancouver and then we nice. played calgary and then our last show was in winnipeg 
we played some shows in the states but we changed it. and then that's where i met john from red fisher and their bass player was leaving so i said oh i'll play bass and then i was like on a total whim and i was at our lead singer's house and i answered his phone and it was john from red fisher saying if i had not picked up that phone i would have not i would have not joined it was so weird like such a weird moment of like fate you know like hello yeah yeah so yeah. then i played bass in red fisher for a few years moved back home but then jason ended up joining starting the weaker thans with john k samson so that's sort of how that all wow all that weird stuff happened well yeah but what were we talking about sorry i commanded that yeah i don't know i Oh, well, cassettes, cassettes. cassettes and just like the physical aspect of music you know what shirts still sell they do because everyone still has sh shirts t-shirts and yeah. stuff so yeah. i know a lot of people still buy shirts and stuff like that yeah there's there's used to be now there's this new thing with labels where it's called the i think it's called the 360 deal where they oh yeah they take everything like all your merch, they take a cut from all that stuff. And it's like, that's how you used to make money as a band that were sort of medium level band in the, in on a sort of a major label is by selling merch. But now if you want to sign a record deal, they, they get some of that too. The bastards. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, I don't know if anybody really wants a record deal anymore. Like, <laughs> I, like I, I they were all kind of always bad deals, but now they're just really bad deals. You know? Yeah. I kind of just want a booking agent. And PR. I'm just gonna let the dog out. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, if you spend your money wisely in that direction, then it will find its it it'll find its spot. It's supposed to be. Um, it's yeah. you know the trouble with the internet is that there's too much choice and there's too much selection. So therefore, that's how people get lost in in the haze, and course, you yeah. know it's so much noise and everything happening. But to be able to um, focus your attention to people who are like minded, that's where you can kind of eke out or carve out some sort of placement in all in it all mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i agree finding your people it's tough yeah it's tough but you know what um i i, I think people still like to rock though i think you know everyone seems to really like rock and roll still and you know and everybody who used to be like super punk rock is kind of like mellowed out and they don't mind regular old rock and roll these days i agree or country punk and all all these genres kind of blend together a little bit more yeah yeah i noticed too the the young the youngins they don't really have like do you remember there used to be rockers and mods and, yeah. and punkers <laughs> and metalheads and stoners and there's all like these sort of silos of 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 musician or music people and they'd all come to that same like suicidal tendency show or something like somehow they'd all meet there but it doesn't really matter anymore. Like people listen to everything. And I think that's kind of cool in a way, you know, yeah. there's a part that I think yeah. it's about 80% cool, 20% not cool because then you can't really make up your mind where you're going to, it's tough to gauge the, the market. So I'm using air quotes to. Right. Yeah. Well, I think it's good though um, for everyone to, to be that open-minded for sure. Mm. Like, I mean, anything kind of can go. Um, that probably has a lot to do with the internet, just the fact that everything's so accessible. Because I remember I have to, I'd have to go to a record store and look at cool covers and, and kind of like research different bands. And you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it, it wasn't just, it's not as, yeah, you had to like study almost and find the music. Now it's just like anywhere you turn, there's everything. Yeah, you know, we even do it on our Instagram. Any any post, I'm putting music to it, and it's so easy, you know. Yeah, and everything's like the thing that scares me the most is everything is so fast food, though. It's like thirty seconds of this, thirty second, and then you're you're distracted. You know, like if I didn't have a CD player in my car, I'm kind of scared. I don't know if I'd listen to a full CD. Do you know what I mean? And a long drive. Mm -hmm. Or well, a podcast or something. You know what I mean? It's like you got to really like sit down and take the time to to do that. Well, you know that the fact that the roads are getting busier and traffic's getting heavier, maybe that's going to have people focus more because that's all they can do in the car is just listen to podcasts or music, and maybe attention will be focused a little a little yeah. bit more. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. 
Yeah, Hopefully. when I'm at home, I hardly, I almost never even listen to a whole song that I like. I usually like get kind of like <laughs> maybe past the second chorus, and I'm like, eh, well, okay, I know it, blah, blah, blah. What's next? You know, <laughs> I know this one. I've heard this forever, but yeah. Yeah, I, I used to, we used to travel in a, in a, in a van with a guy like that who would just keep changing the music. You're like, come on, right. or you'd be listening oh. to something, and then he would take his music and put his music on. We call, I called it a hostile takeover. Like stop <laughs> hostile taking over the the stereo system in the van. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, man. Well, I um, yeah, I I think it's a great record, and you know, I I I I wish um, I wish success, and I hope it all happens. And you know, it's it's Thanks a lot. Thank just, you. Just keep playing, man, because it's that's the way it happens, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, we're working on the next record already and got about five songs in and and it's kind of like the same a bunch of different little genres, but it all comes back to rock and roll, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's some songs on this last album that are kind of Americana, like we don't really play those songs live all the time, but we were kind of like if they don't go on the record, they're going to be lost. They're going to be gone. And they're good they're gonna, songs. They're going to be stuck on a hard drive forever yeah. collecting and and it's really Digital nice dust. when someone comes to you and says, "I'm going to cover the fire," yeah, yeah. and you're just like, "Oh my god, that was almost not on there." That's amazing. But it is a really nice song, yeah. so you know it might show up on a, I don't know, commercial or something. You know, like somebody else, like, somebody else, likes someone it. else, will like, yeah. Well, the yeah, I mean, the good thing about there is a lot of songs on here, and there's a lot to choose from, and then the it's sort of. You're right. That the genre is is kind of this, and it's the kind of that. But it it all to me, it all fits together, and it's the voice that kind of obviously yeah. pulls it all to one cohesive thing. And yeah, well, we I, can- I love records that are very varied like that too. You know, yeah. like you know, um, like almost all the records that I really love, they don't all sound the same from beginning to end. I, yeah, I find that kind of like you know boring to have the same sound the whole way through. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's just like when you have all those songs and just trying to envision like the start to the start to the finish of the cd and where each song needs to be placed to take you on that that acceptance of the song so they're they may be different but they fit because they're right after that other one that yeah. led you to that so yeah you know thinking of the whole picture you know yeah i had this idea and this concept when i had a band in the early 2000s of of doing, trying to do that as a show and trying to write a song and then write another song, but knowing that it's going to be going in this direction, not like it's one song or even a concept. It's just the fact like, yeah. okay, now the song has to sort of, the has to be at this speed or that speed. Um, my friend Tom wrote a whole record. They used all the BPMs from Yankee Foxtrot Hotel from Wilco's record. Oh yeah. So if you listen, and they, to the, they match the the BPMs of their record to that. He made his songs match the BPMs to every song off Yankee Foxtrot Hotel. Whoa. And if you if you hear it, it's it's creepy because obviously the music doesn't jive. But you're like, this is the slow song, and then he puts his slow song, and then that heavy metal drummer song. It's like all the same type of like it's it's yeah. amazingly done. But I I didn't want to go that far. But I thought it'd be kind of neat to sort of make a yeah. song, and we can do that now because we all have computers in our music rooms that can do this stuff you know like yeah. and it's possible it's amazing the, tech, the technology is amazing now yeah like most of the record we did in our laundry room yeah so, yeah you know. and you don't really need you la- Wilco, have, you seen that, have you seen that uh where's jay bennett documentary yeah oh my god like i'm pretty, pretty sad and great at the same time yeah it's a great. very very good oh. i saw it on youtube it was just on if someone put it on youtube and I watched oh, it yeah? there. Yeah, it was like it wasn't. I think it was the director just threw it on YouTube. Um, oh, that's strange. And, and it was you know? like that was an interesting. Yeah, what a oh my god! Because I've seen I'm trying to break your heart, which is like that's yeah. the quintessential music documentary because it's this amazing idea of a band getting dropped and then resigned for more money. I think that's such a brilliant thumb in the eye to the industry. Right, and the record they're like, oh, we're not putting this record out. It sucks. And then the record goes out, and it's like the biggest thing ever. You yeah. Know? I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. The other, you yeah. know, there's another one. I mean, I don't know if you guys like Beck or not, but that um, what's that called? Morning Phase record. Uh, okay. It, it won album of the year, and it made me laugh so hard because I'm like, that is the quietest, mellowest record, and it's like I could just see Kanye like eating the inside of his face, like ah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I like that stuff, and I think, um, 
yeah, it's just the, those type of moments when you hear stuff that it kind of changes the generation. It sort of keys in what we were talking about. You, it's 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 a bit of this, but it's also it's a bit of like focusing in on what people want to hear, and you're not doing it on purpose. You're just thinking like those people, and that's the music you make, and that's sort of. I mean, that's my theory on how hit music's made. Do you have, do you have to have fifty thousand people who think like you? <laughs> Someone has disagreed yeah. with me a few times, but I feel that that's my my theory on it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think especially with like sound, it's hard to um, you know, there's a special sound of certain times too, of of certain eras, and you might have a great song, but it sounds like a different era, and you know, you'll never, it'll, it won't be a hit. Yeah, I mean, there's so many great bands that we all think are great and should be huge, but they're not. Yeah, you know, for whatever. And then, and then if you try to write something that's modern, it's like by the time it gets any attention, it's already yeah. done. Yeah. So yeah. I, I really think for me, there's nothing like when I'm singing or trying to do something, I'm not really thinking of trying to be anything, but what the song needs. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to sound like metric or I'm not trying to sound like what, what, you know, not uh, like I love a lot of those bands, but I'm not trying to go for that sound or be like that. Yeah. You know, and, and I think everyone should think like that, but I understand how labels, they try to put all that together because that's what's selling right now. And let's just squeeze as much as we can out of this sound, but they're all replicants and they're not sincere of that original one that came out. Right. Agreed. So it's usually the, 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 the original one that kind of gets screwed over. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, the, the groundbreaker. Yeah. yeah. The groundbreaker. They, everyone loves them, but no one bought the record. Yeah. 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 It only worked for the Beatles and the Stones. Yeah, really? Right. They were the innovators. Yeah. Well, no. And then, but the thing is they robbed, they robbed all that blues and, and all that, all that stuff from people. Oh, who, Little Richard. I love the, there's a YouTube clip of Little Richard and he's like, and the record of the year goes to, me and he's like I'm it. Yeah, <laughs> he's like i'm the architect of rock and roll and, uh, he's all he's it's true though he's true. the guy who and like everybody rips him off Woo! Yeah. you know even the beatles did it yeah for yeah. sure for sure and uh and he's so great yes. and he's so i i think he was pretty high at the time too so it's <laughs> like, really cool to watch on youtube you can find it my favorite is yoko ono jamming with um um oh shit i got i forgot his name oh, chuck berry chuck berry oh my god and if chuck berry gives john lennon yeah like, chuck berry john lennon yoko just like she gets to get in there it's like wow wow oh, chuck, and chuck's chuck face is like whoa what's happening here i love it <laughs> yeah my other is chuck berry arguing with um keith richards it's something in the studio like don't fuck with my guitar amp and he's like it sounds like keith uh, it sounds, sounds like, like me yeah yeah he's like that's the way it's supposed to sound and Keith Richards is like punches Keith Richards in in that movie. Does he? Like, oh. yeah, it's like they're doing like a. I can't remember what the movie's called. Hail, hail, rock and roll. Maybe yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It was it was Chuck Berry's birthday celebration or something, and they had the superstar kind of half the Stones were there, anyways. And yeah, Chuck Berry punches Keith Keith Richards in the movie. <laughs> probably had it coming. The best yeah, clip, I think he probably doesn't have come. Yeah. The best clip I just saw was a Michael Jackson concert and Slash is playing his solo. <laughs> and I guess he was only supposed to play it so long, but he kept playing and playing and playing. And Michael Jackson, it kept messing with his dance moves. So he actually like grabbed him on stage and told him to stop. Then security had to come and pull Slash pretty much <laughs> off the stage. And he's still soloing. And I was laughing so hard because it's like, you're playing, you're working for Michael Jackson right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're just being punk as hell. That's like, amazing. it was so great. It's yeah. amazing. Well, hey, you guys. Um, man, great record. Let's, uh, anytime you guys want to come back, just let me know. Go through chat. I mean, come come back. Let's, whenever that, you got yeah, that new well, record. Now that I know how to do it. Yeah. I yeah, just yeah. have to press the unmute button. Unmute. <laughs> then we're good. Yeah, absolutely. It was nice I'm talking to you. Write that right there. Unmute. Just put a, like a P touch, like a sticker. Old guy, yeah. like did they yeah. preface it with old guy? <laughs> hey, Look here. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was great to meet you, Carmen. It's great to to see you again, Lana. Uh, it's yeah, been nice way too long. And I, yeah, hopefully we can come play out that way. Let us know. Yeah, for we'll, sure. we'll come play the Red Fisher reunion. I've been trying to make that happen over the past ten really? years. I have. That's cool. Jason won't do it. He won't do it. He's no. like, you no, know, and you know. But John had a great idea because he's like, get all the bass players, like all five of us to come and do the thing but yeah 
Nah. Yeah. We'll try. We did a ten days. We did a ten days late reunion, and I was like, "Why the hell was I playing this fast? <laughs> oh my god!" <laughs> I just yeah. saw an old really video. Good, it was a really good show. It was great. Yeah, I just saw one good. of the old videos on, um, like, uh, fuck, what was the song called now? But it was like, oh shit, I can't yeah, remember. But I, what's that? Yeah, probably, probably get away. Something like that. Yeah, and it was like, man, oh man, this is. I remember that. It takes me way back. Like it's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's so cool. Okay, folks, um, be good. Have a great night. Yeah, you too. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. That was Lana and Carmen from The Get Arounds. Don't forget to pick up I Want to Live. It's streaming on Spotify. It's streaming on Apple Music. It's streaming everywhere. And you can enjoy that band. You're welcome. (laughs) So condescending. You're welcome. Uh, thank you, Lana, and thank you, Carmen, for being on the show. Uh, thank you, Chad, from No Reels um, promo to help me get bands into this, onto the show, as well as keep my roster full. I appreciate that. What's happening? Not much. I'll uh, leave you short. This one's uh, going a wee bit long, but I really appreciate you guys. Whoever's listening to this show, thank you so much. After all these years, I, I don't think there's any been anybody who's listened to all 341 episodes. I really don't. And if you are that person, get in touch with me, and uh, I will I will say thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, I should be promoing my soft release of the Shakespeare My Butt mini-doc that I'm putting out in a, probably in eight days, but I'm not going to do that because uh, you're, this is the end of the podcast and nobody listens to this part anyways. So anyways, poop, poop, poop. Have a good week. We'll see you again. I got two more in the in the can that I'm going to put out over the next couple of weeks. I got Travis from the Penske file. Uh, that's coming up in a couple of weeks. You're going to enjoy that one. Me too. Okay. Have a great week. Bye.